People don't do business with companies anymore. They do business with people. People are going to check you out and make sure that you are someone they want to do business with. Personal branding is really another word for reputation. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Treva Graves. She's a coach, national speaker, and founder of Bloom Personal Branding. She works with business and sales professionals, leaders, coaches, and politicians. And she's an executive contributor for Brains Magazine, where she shares her thought leadership to inspire people to show up every day and to be their best selves. Uh, she's a certified personal brand strategist and confidence coach through the American Confidence Institution. Uh, she's going to lay out uh, many ways over the next actually two days that that you should have, a, why you should have a personal brand, even what a personal brand is, why it's very important, uh, you know, today more than ever, uh, and and some questions to help you think through exactly what your personal brand should be. Trevor, I'm honored to meet you and to have you on the show. I know you have some amazing skill sets that the majority of our listeners uh, are going to learn so much from and are going to benefit from their businesses. And I'm looking forward to the conversation. Uh, but before we do, give them a little bit more detail about who you are uh, and your business, and your focus, and then let's jump in. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, well, I have been in business for about 10 years now. I am the CEO and founder of Bloom Personal Branding. We've been around since 2013. I started out really more so in the image and executive impression business, helping people present themselves, communication skills, you know, all of those kind of soft skills, you know, that we talk about in, in the business world. But I eventually started working with people on building their brands. And so this included entrepreneurs, leaders, so on and so forth. You know, things kind of morph and change over the years. And so for these last probably five years of my business, it's been really focused on helping people build their personal brand and how and why that matters in our world today. I think a lot of people don't fully understand how important it is. And hopefully by the end of today, you'll have a better grasp of it and how it can help you succeed in your business. Yeah, it's a very important topic. And I, and I think it's it's something that uh, is often you know, minimized or just thought, oh, that's not, you know, I don't really need that type yeah. of thing. Or, uh, But, yeah. you know, so let's start at a very high level just so the listeners can can mm -hmm. understand the importance of a personal brand. And so, you know, what is a personal, oh, yeah, what is a personal brand? Why why would I do that versus, you know, this, this business brand that I've been focused on for so long? Mm -hmm. Well, I think one of the the biggest mistakes that that people make, whether they're an entrepreneur or a leader, is they they start out with trying to market themselves before they really truly understand who they are and what makes them unique. And personal branding is really another word for reputation. We all have a reputation, whether we realize it or not. And that reputation is what is going to connect you uh, to your audience, to the people around you, to 
the people you want to establish relationships with or do business with. So that's really basically what it is. It's your reputation and your reputation then really is an assessment of your trustworthiness. So people are going to check you out and make sure that you are someone they want to do business with. And, uh, you know, just kind of seeing, is this someone I can like? Are they warm, friendly, knowledgeable? Uh, can Will I trust them? Yeah. So that's kind of basically what it is. And, and why focus on a, a personal brand versus just like being solely focused on building our, our business brand? Yeah, well, that's that's really where the relationship begins, in my opinion. Let's just take real estate, for example. You know, real estate agents are a dime a dozen. There's lots and lots of agents out there. But it's like, why would someone want to do business with you? And that's really where personal branding comes in. Uh, Branding used to be about companies, you know. So, for example, you know, take Century 21 real estate. You know, the back in the day when they wore the gold jackets and, you know, that was kind of the gold standard, right? It's like I could work with anyone at Century 21 because of the company brand. But there's been a huge shift in the marketplace now and people don't do business with companies anymore. They do business with people. Just through some research that I've I've done, you know, millennials, for example, do a lot of their their business um, through learning and gaining testimonials or endorsements from other people. So it's they're not really just looking at a company anymore, like, wow, that's great. It's got to be, they're going to do business with the person that's in the company, no matter what company it is. So hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) It it does. It makes a a ton of sense. And the listeners would know this about me, I hope, anyway. I talk about it pretty often or at different times on the show. And we're like helping them to think it through how they're raising money from investors, right? How are you connecting Mm -hmm. to investors? How are they building those relationships? And I've talked often where this this really happened. The Lord just had a plan here. I mean, because I I, I didn't have this planned out, uh, but I saw it start to work. Uh, Treva, where, where, you know, when I first started networking uh, really hard in this business, I was brand new and I would meet people at a conference. You know, there's thousands of potential people there and I'll mm-hmm. talk to as many people as I possibly can, just like everybody else is doing, right? Trying to meet investors. And, and but, you know, everybody says, shakes their hand and says, well, you know, what do you do, right? And and I immediately mm-hmm. lead with, with our foundation or the way we want to help families adopt children and get past the financial burden of adoption and, and those things. And and, and so we, we fo- I focus on that. And then I say, hey, we do that through our commercial real estate business, right? And so investors mm-hmm. get to play a role in this, but it doesn't affect their returns. Well, that immediately changes the whole conversation dynamic and then, uh, you know, to fast forward here, when I follow up with them a week, even if it's two weeks later, if, hopefully it's not that long, but if it is, they still remember me even if they talked to 100 people that day, mm-hmm. right? Because it was very different and there was a conversation than everybody else and there was a, a relationship component that I started seeing happen versus me just talking about LifeBridge Capital. Yes, absolutely. That is so important. And, you know, Each of us has 
have our careers, right? You know, we're known in our career by what we do, but we also have to have something else about us to talk about that humanizes us. And that is a huge part of personal branding. And I, what you just said with adopting children and and all of that, I, my husband and I have an adopted child. So right there. I didn't even know that. Just so the listeners know, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) so right now I'm thinking that draws me to want to know more about you and what you do. Um, And so it's that feeling, it's that energy, that emotion that is what drives the relationship, probably more so than, oh, I'm an investment baker or a venture capitalist or whatever, you know, whatever it is that you do. And so it it doesn't matter if it's, if it's, you know, something very personal and the whole adoption thing, but it could be talking about maybe you have a love of dogs or you hike mountains or, you know, whatever it is. There's got to be something else about you that is unique to you that people are going to remember you by. Um, and, and that's a perfect example of what you just said. The people that you networked remember you more for your, maybe your foundation that's than, right. you know, the other part of, of who you are. So very, very good point. You know, speak to someone that's struggling to find that unique piece that helps them stand out. Because I feel like often it's a it's a big struggle, right? I've talked about that yes. on the show before, and, and people might say, "Oh, Whitney, that's like I don't know how I'm so different than the other guy that's got the same kind of business, right?" Or yeah. you know, what is that thing for me? How have you maybe helped people, or maybe an example? Yes, well, and and that really is the key right there. You know, how are you going to differentiate yourself from everybody else around you? And that is where you really have to spend some time thinking about who you are. You know, what problem do I solve for my clients and customers? What makes me unique? Why would they choose me over somebody else? And so, for example, I'll just use myself as an example, but the problem that I determined that I solve for people is, is self-doubt. In my business, I work with a lot of people who are unsure of themselves and they're insecure. There's this new business owner that wants to, you know, start a business, but they're full of this insecurity and worry with the problem that I solve for people. My uniqueness is the flip side of that. It's confidence. So I help people build their confidence to be better leaders, to be better networkers, uh, you know, to start businesses. Uh, but it's it's really going through a series of questions and asking yourself, you know, what am I good at? What's my secret sauce? What do people come to me for? Uh, what do I research on my own time? You know, if you kind of just start digging deep that way into really your values, your passions, your purpose, your strengths, that's where your personal brand is going to live in those things. So that's where I I would start. 
I think it's a good list of questions just to think through, uh, no matter how established you think your business is, but as you're trying to build this personal brand, like you're talking about, you know, what are you good at? Uh, and the, the secret mm-hmm. sauce that, you know, I was just in a meeting yesterday and somebody was, was struggling to, to think through on the, on the team, even some, as we're laying out like SOPs, things like that. And they're like, you know, all these things that, uh, that we do, how do we document? And that was one of the questions I said, well, what do people come to you for? Like, I need you to write those things down, <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, what do people come to you for? So it's interesting here that, uh, you know, that's a uniqueness, right, that you have. Obviously, people are asking you, because they already have the confidence in you that you know this thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, if you can determine the problem you solve, what your unique value is, you can then come up with this sort of, brand vision or or message your brand message and so for example you know i was talking about the problem i solve is self doubt my uniqueness is confidence my message really is weaved in everything that i do and that is believe in yourself so it doesn't matter if i'm talking to friends just on a friendship level or talking to clients or I'm writing content for uh, social media, the common thread in all of that, in what I say and what I do is, is my brand message, believe in yourself. I might not be actually saying those words every time, but that's how I present myself. And that's authentic to me. Speak to uh, maybe help the listener think about the the end goal of the personal brand, right? Is it you know maybe they have a you know something they're selling you know under that personal brand, or maybe you know they they have a real estate business similar to us, where you know they they're raising money from investors over here, they're buying commercial real estate, but this personal brand kind of complements. It's almost like the the first door into the house, right? To building that relationship, to getting them over here to then teach them about what we do in real estate? Or what are your thoughts on like the the end goal of the personal brand? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, the end goal of personal branding, I don't know if it ever really ends, but sure. um, I can sp- speak to that. You know, for example, if you are someone who is in sales and you, what do you need in sales? Well, you need leads, you need to close the sales. And so if your brand is, is working for you, um, you should be generating more sales and more leads. If you are in leadership and you are building teams and these, and, and your teams are actually like flowing and working together so well, and, you know, you're expressing your uniqueness um, to help your team, then to me, that's a win because um, that says that those employees like you, trust you, follow you. If you have a product, they're probably going to buy from you. So it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Uh, but but the more that you really immerse yourself into what what is it about me that I can help serve other people with, because that's really the bottom line. It's about taking that unique value about yourself and exploiting it by serving other people. And that's what I always think about is how can I take me, my uniqueness and serve other people? 
what are some other maybe common uh, hurdles that you see clients struggle with that maybe you can help the listener with when they're in this process? Yeah, I think the biggest problem is really figuring out the problem that they solve for people. Um, you know, I've worked with clients. Um, I've had grown men crying, <laughs> uh, you know, working with me because it's we're digging down into a deeper level. And that's really where the emotion lives, right? It's finding out what makes you really tick. The problem you solve is often the person that you once were if that makes sense. Um, Many times, you know, we all have things in our past we overcome and now we're on the other side and now we can help other people and serve people with it. So uh, many times we dig back into going back years sometimes and figuring out, okay, what is, you know, tell me about even your childhood or your, you know, younger years, or what is it that, that makes you do what you do today? There's, there's gotta be a reason there or, or something that they've maybe overcome or they've just developed an interest in it, but it's digging deep. And that's the hardest part. And once you have that problem figured out, the rest starts to flow from that. And you mean when you say the problem figured out, you mean the problem that you're going to help people with? Yes. I can see it being hard to like figure that out, right? And and yes. how even like talking through that with somebody like yourself that's done it would be would be helpful. Right? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes yes. just somebody on the other side asking some questions like that makes you think differently or in ways that you wouldn't normally, right? Mhm. I mean, I always wondered what would it be like to go to like a networking event? And instead of shaking a hand and saying, oh, you know, what do you, what do you do for a living? I wonder how people would react if you said, yeah, um, what problem do you solve for people or what's your uniqueness? They probably like, whoa, what does that mean? I don't get it. But that just tells me that they probably have not really done the work, you know, to know what their personal brand is all about. So it takes some work. It takes time. But once you've got it and you know what it is, it just makes things so much easier. Whether you're searching for a job, all of those things. I mean, how impressed would an HR person be if you came in and you started talking about yourself and, you know, here's my uniqueness. How can I help serve this position the best and what I what I do for people, you know, it's yeah, it's a different way to think. <laughs> I, I love that question, and even thinking about asking that right to new people, you know, what is your uniqueness? And somebody yeah. approached me, uh, probably been a couple of years ago now at a conference, and, and they, you know, he said hello, you know, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, Whitney, and and then uh, then this guy says, who are you? Oh. You know, and and I could just tell the way he said it; it just kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, okay, he's like, this is intentional, and it's 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 a layer deeper than like what everybody yes. else has asked me, right? Absolutely. You know, what do you do for work or living or you know what do you do right. versus man, who are you? You know, and it's, it right. gets to more of a personal level. Right. It's asking the question really: Why do you do what you do? You know that that often tells me more about someone. 
you know, some may just say, well, you know, I needed a job. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, for many people, there, there are reasons why we're doing what we're doing, right? So it is a level deeper. Yes. How often do you see people like find a problem that they can help people with and maybe even get excited about being able to do that, right? But then it's mm-hmm. like, it's it's totally different from what they expected. That does happen. That does happen. And that's why digging in and doing the real, like that personal work on yourself is so important. Um, I've had actually a couple of clients by the time that, that we are kind of done digging in there, they sit back and go, whoa, that's not really what I, what I expected this result to be. And so because of that work, you know, they might veer off into a little bit different of a direction. And you know what, that's okay. Because if they would have stayed that course that they thought initially, then they probably would have struggled, you know, in their in their business in some way, shape, or form. You yeah. got to find your tribe. And, and it's a lot too with your audience. And not everybody's going to connect with, with you. That's okay. I think your tribe will find you, you know, mm. if you're putting yourself out there in the right way. Uh, speak to that for just a moment before we have to end this segment. I, I want the listeners to know we're going to do another segment and we're going to dive into some more, a lot more about the personal brand. And I'm, I'm hoping some uh, some action items, some things you need to know, whether it's website, social media, maybe we'll jump into some of those things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you talk about uh, you have to find your tribe. And, yeah. and you know, often I hear people say, because obviously we've done almost 2,000 episodes on this podcast, and so I get questions all the time. Well, Whitney, why should I start a podcast when there's so many podcasts? And, my, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, Driva, but, but my response typically is, well, your audience is going to be different than mine. Right, mm-hmm. and people are going to connect you to, to you in ways that they would never connect to me, and vice versa, and, and right, and so, and your audience doesn't have to be two hundred thousand people; it could be two thousand, or you know, people that really love you, and that's a great mm-hmm. audience. And uh, you know, what else would you say to that? Yeah, well, here's here's another little tidbit I'll share with you. And when you are determining that problem that you solve the more niched down that you can be, the better off it will be. So you don't want to be too broad. You want to just get it narrowed down as far as you can. And the more narrowed down that you are, that is what's going to connect you with the right audience. That's where you need to be. And I think because otherwise, if you're too broad in something, people aren't going to really connect with you. They're not going to know you as as well as you want them to. And so if you can really narrow that down, that's what you need to do. Yeah, I, I've always heard like niching down, but it, that can seem difficult sometimes because I, I do fight the temptation to think, well, that's too narrow, right? Or I'm not going to reach enough people because I'm, I'm being so niched down or so narrow. Um, but that's wrong what you're saying. That's wrong. Right. Uh, you want those, those core people, if you've got a niched way down, those are your true tribe members down there. The other ones may flit in and out and, 
if you're too broad, they're not going to find that connection with you. And so I always say, you know, instead of, so for example, I could say I work with entrepreneurs. Okay. That's broad, right? But if I said I work with women entrepreneurs who are starting brand new businesses with less than $10,000 in capital, I mean, do you see how how much deeper that goes? That's going to help determine my audience and and who I want to work with, too. I can just feel that person saying, you know, when they hear that, oh, oh that's me, right? They're yes. relating, oh, that is me. This is the person that can help me, uh, yes. not just because they help women, but they it's, it's right. numerous things, right? That, oh, uh, all those things are me, right? Right, yes. Love so that. to me, it's like diluted focus is going to get you diluted results. If you can be hyper-focused on one thing, the one thing you solve, your results will be much greater because you're focused in. You'll get better results. That, that's incredible. I, I love that right there. I, you, know, you made a couple quotes here that were really good, but diluted focus will get you diluted results. I could apply that to so many aspects of my life or, or yes. business, right? I mean, that right there, why would we not apply it to our personal brand uh, right. as well? Uh, that just makes a, a ton of sense. And so, uh, well, uh, Treva, well, a pleasure to work through a number of these things, thinking through personal brand. Uh, I just think, man, before you start a personal brand or any brand, really, man, you need to think through a number of these things. But uh, you know, the questions that you left us with today and like, what am I good at? My secret sauce. Why do people come to me? You know, what do I love spending time on those things? And the problem mm-hmm. that you saw figuring that out, man, if we could just, I, I encourage people often like hey, get out of the business for like a half a day out of the meetings and like, just go think. And I think that would be, mm-hmm. a, those would be some good questions to just sit and think about, right. And, uh, right. and try to come up with answers on. Uh, and so is there anything you'd leave us with before we end this segment? I think what I would say would be your reputation is with you all the time. And in order to really connect with the right people, you know, before you start marketing yourself out there, which we'll probably get into social media and those and some websites and things in the next episode, but it really starts with brand development. So you know, whether you're an entrepreneur, a leader, whatever your business is, most people are in the business of, you know, creating relationships and sustaining them. And so think of think of your brand as this is my reputation and this is my stepping stone to, you know, creating a long-lasting relationship and having success in life and in business. Awesome. Treva, thank you so much. This has been so helpful. I know it's been helpful to the listeners as well. Tell them how they can get in touch with you and learn more about you. Yes, yes. Well, you can reach out to me. Um, just go to bloompersonalbranding.com. Everything about me is there. <laughs> and uh, if you want to schedule a call with me, just go to my contact page and I'd be happy to meet with you and discuss with you, how I can help you build your personal brand. Thank you for being with us again today. I hope that you have learned a lot from the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you're telling your friends about the Real Estate Syndication Show and how they can also build wealth in real estate. 
You can also go to lifebridgecapital.com and start investing today.